We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we work. And pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. G'day guys, we're back. It's Talk Shop, the workshop talk show with Alan Imo. Guys, the first episode went out last week and it was a big roller coaster of emotions. I had moments of just like, what the hell are we doing? I don't know if I want to do this to moments of like excitement about this new adventure that we're embarking on. And editing a podcast is hard work and listening to your voice over and over and over and over and over and over again, torture, absolute torture. Yeah. I didn't want to listen to it at all. Once you'd, once we'd recorded it, I was just like, just put it out there. I don't want to know about it. I just want it out there so that I can't take it back, you know, so people have heard it and it's done. We got quite a few comments about Al dropping the C word within the first like three minutes of the show. So I was about to do it again, but. I won't today. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Anyway, it's out there. It's out in the universe. Thank you so much to all of the amazing and supportive and beautiful messages that we got this week. It's been, yeah, just so nice to just start something new and just put yourself out there and kind of overcome that fear of like, oh, what are people going to think? Because yeah, once it's out there, you're like, oh, okay, we did it. Yeah, I know. I was literally thinking that just before the fear of putting yourself out there before you do it. Like, what if I sound like an idiot? But then I was just thinking to myself, you don't think that way generally when you're just having a conversation with a person, do you? So why is it any different to have someone listening in on our conversation thinking, oh, I hope people don't think I sound like an idiot? Yeah, and I don't think I've ever listened to a podcast and thought, this person sounds like an idiot. Exactly. You know, you just don't think that way. But when it's yourself, you're just so hypercritical of everything. And, you know, I was so critical. I thought the sound quality was terrible. And then someone mentioned saying, you know, it wasn't that bad at all. Like I actually thought it was quite good. So I don't know, maybe I'm just like, I've got these really high kind of, you know. Expectations expectations. on yourself. Yeah, which is fine. But like the episode was titled, done is better than perfect. Sometimes you just got to, you just got to get it done. Yep, put it out there, move on to the next one. So we're here, round two. We probably should give you an update. Edwina's haircut is looking so much better. She looks so cute. Yeah, she's cuddling up on me right now and we love it. She's she's our pup again. At first when she got the haircut, I was like, who is this dog? I don't love this dog. New hair, who dis? Who dis? <laughs> New hair, who dis? But no, she's looking so cute again and we're... we're Truly in love with little Edwina, aren't we? Yeah, she's great. Um, and a little bit of an update on Goldie. So we mentioned on the last episode that we were starting to think about potentially starting solids. Well, we've done it. She was really getting curious about food. She was watching us. She was watching the food go from our plates to our mouths. And we we're like, okay, well, maybe it's time to try some solids. And she has been smashing food all week. It has been so fun. Yeah, I think the winner so far is avocado. We gave her an avo yesterday and she was loving it. She just gobbles it up so quickly. She's got expensive taste. Yeah, but actually, speaking of avos, they're pretty cheap at the moment. So it was good. It was good. She loved it. She didn't really like the sweet potato and egg combo. That was like... It looks disgusting. So I I didn't really like it either. So (laughs) I don't blame her for that. Not the way we cooked it for her anyway. She definitely loved... Loved blueberry and banana combo. Mm. She loved the banana. We had some apple. She did do a very stinky shit though the day <laughs> after. So. Oh my god! And Al wasn't home, and I was like, "Oh no!" And it was like, "Why? You would have just like wrapped it back up and I was, palmed it off to me, would you?" 
Yeah, I would have been like, hey, Al, do you want to just take her for a minute? I need to have a shower. <laughs> I think she might need a nappy chain. Um, oh, no, it was enormous. Poor thing. She was absolutely just covered in, um, yeah. Blueberry poo. Blueberry poo. Anyway, it's exciting, yeah. obviously. like you She's know. starting to eat. It's crazy like how quickly a kid grows and changes from week to week. And now she's eating food. Like Who would have thought it happened so quickly? I know. She'll be six months old soon. We'll probably give you an update on Netflix. Yeah, so Netflix this week, we've watched You and we've like basically smashed out the third season. It's such an intense show. Yeah, creepo to the max. Dan Humphrey, Gossip Girl XOXO, <laughs> becomes big creep. Um, yeah, episode, oh no, season three. Oh my goodness. It's such a good show, I find, like how you feel almost like you like these characters, but they're just like absolutely horrible people. You feel sorry for him in a way because of his upbringing and like all the things that have happened to him. But yeah, it's a good one. And I'm, I'm glad it's over though too because it was like, yeah, it's like, one of those intense shows. I, we're addicted to intense shows, obviously. We just watch them and then we're like, oh, I'm glad that's over. And then we go and watch another one. Yeah, no, but they're just like, you got to watch them real quick and then move on with your life. But get we get out. But then we got so excited because Succession's back, season three of Succession. And we watched the first episode last night and then we're like, hell yeah. Go to watch the second episode and they're drip feeding it to us. I actually kind of like that that model where they like drip feed it to you because it leaves you thinking about the show for a lot longer. You know how sometimes when you binge a show, it comes and goes in a couple of days and then you you basically forget about the show because you didn't really spend a lot of time thinking about it, which, yeah, I kind of prefer the drip feed method with the HBO shows on binge. Yeah, I guess maybe Succession's not quite as intense as you. Yeah, exactly. Or so, um, Squid yeah. Game. <laughs> it's a different model that they use on Binge to, or on HBO, I should say, to Netflix. So I really enjoy Succession, though. I'm glad it's kind of like going to be drip fed to us. Guys, you are going to hear me talk a lot about list building and email marketing on this show. It is hands down the most effective way to sell your products or services. In fact, email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on your social media accounts. I want to tell you a story. Recently, we received an email and it said this, Al and Imo, I inquired about purchasing a bed from you three years ago. I have saved up my money and now I am ready to buy. And to be completely honest, I don't care what bed you make me. I just want something built by you. I read it out to Al and we were like, this is awesome. A customer willing to pay and you have total creative freedom over that job. I mean, that's the dream for any maker or artist, right? We had been nurturing this customer through email for the past three years. And when she was ready to purchase a bed, she came back to us because she knew us and she trusted us. So although this customer didn't have the budget to purchase from us three years ago, she's ready now. And I want you to keep this in mind for your business. So everyone who contacts you still is a potential future customer. Think about it this way. You want more orders. You could either post a picture on your social media, you could pay for Facebook or Google or Instagram advertising and hope that you appear in front of the right person. Or you could spend the same amount of time putting together a slick looking email with some photos, some copy and email it directly to the people who have already shown an interest in your work before. I guarantee every single time we send out a sales email, we get an order. It is so much more effective than posting on social media. We use a platform called Flowdesk. It's really easy, drag and drop email platform, and you can create and send an email in a matter of minutes. Flowdesk has a bunch of slick looking templates to create professional emails that really drive results. 
Starting an email list may sound complicated, but at the end of the day, email marketing is simply capturing an email and sending an email. Use our discount code OWLANIMO and receive 50% off your subscription. And if you have no idea where to start, I've created a step-by-step guide to email marketing and you can find it in the free downloads in the show notes. So this week in the business, we did a photo shoot on Monday and this is something that I really wanted to do because we were just finishing off this custom bed. It was so beautiful. It had these rounded edges, this beautiful high headboard, massive custom side tables. And it was something that we'd never done before. And it looked so nice. And I really, really, really wanted to photograph it. And Al, you were quite resisting. Yeah, I was a bit resistant just because I'd had a massive week building the job, trying to get it done to a deadline because we had to send it into state. And Monday rolled around and I'd worked all weekend and I was like, oh, Emma, I just don't want to work this Monday. Like, can I just have the day off? And you were like, you'll regret it. You know, guilt tripping me as you always do. And I'm glad you did because the photo shoot came up really nicely and we got some great content through that photo shoot and the customer she also emailed us with the nicest email saying she loves it and that her husband and her son set it up for her and she was just really stoked and it's those kind of messages you get from customers that really make our job worth doing yeah she sent us photos as well and it was so crazy because I'd already had like when we first designed the bed for her she'd sent me floor plans of the house so I'd drawn the the bedroom up in SketchUp but then to actually see a photo of the room with the bed in it it was just like oh you can see your idea come to life yeah we get that beautiful like oh this is the reason you know why we do this and it's so nice working with people and when they're interstate as well and you don't get to meet them face to face to have that kind of reassurance at the end of the job is so nice yeah um but like Al said we created some really cool content on Monday with the photo shoot so we actually uploaded a YouTube video to our channel which you can check out and it's just a bit of behind the scenes of our home photo studio so during lockdown last year we kind of created this space within our house where we can photograph furniture. So again, if you're like on a budget and you're listening to this as a maker and you don't know what to do about photo studio spaces, check that video out. It might give you some ideas. Yeah. And something else that I did this week, which has just changed the game completely is rearranging my workshop. I literally just moved my bench from one side of the workshop rotated a little bit and put it in a different spot. And all of a sudden my workshop just feels massive. Al is so excited about this. I couldn't believe it. I got you out there to come and have a look. I was like, like five hey, times. Mate, come and have a look at this. Like, how big does it feel? And it just, I haven't actually gained any floor space, I don't think. It's just in a smarter position, the bench. It's so much better. And I could definitely have you in there now. And it's not going to be like we're working on top of each other. So it's so good. Yeah, it looks awesome. And also this week I've been kind of working on the course. So again, I've just been finishing up those validation calls to figure out that this online course for furniture makers is hitting all of the right pain points of how to start a business and then those problems that occur later on down the track when you're running a business. So we're just kind of figuring out at the moment what the curriculum's going to look like, exactly what we're going to be teaching in each model and those lessons as well. So we'll keep you updated with that. Um, But we do also have another potty episode, which is all about how we started our business on a budget. So definitely listen to that one as well. But today on this episode, we just wanted to talk to you about one of our Tips Hacks ideas. And Tips Hacks ideas is a segment we started on Instagram, which is where we kind of ask you for your best tips, hacks and ideas about a particular question or a problem. And this week we wanted to talk about morning routines and the best way to start the day. 
Yeah, and we'll just fill you in on what our morning routine is to get us started. And then we'll lead into the Instagram people who've sent in their morning routine tip tax ideas. So basically the way I start my day is I leave my phone outside the room intentionally so that when my alarm goes off at 5.45 in the morning, I have to get out of bed to turn it off. Otherwise it'll just keep going off. And I basically want to get up at that time. So that's when I turn it on. However, now we have a dog, Edwina's always on the bed at, you know, give or take 20, 30 minutes previous to the alarm going off. She jumps on the bed and she's like licking herself. She has she her starts, morning shower. Yeah, she basically has her morning bath licky bath and that's what usually wakes us up these days so sometimes i'm up before 5 45 at the moment then i'll jump out of the bed grab a glass of water put the coffee on feed edwina because she'll be just acting like a bloody nightmare otherwise if i don't feed her and then by this time goldie's usually woken up and i go and grab her out of bed bring her into emo and we have coffee in bed and and just hang out, don't we? Yeah, so I feed Goldie lying down in bed in the morning. It's probably my favourite feed because she's still like a little bit sleepy and cuddly and, yeah, she just has her little feed and then we just kind of play with her in bed and drink our coffee together as a family and then Al takes Goldie um, for the morning and they have like playtime where they do tummy time and all sorts of activities and Al, you do your stretching while yeah, you're so playing with her. I'll take her between that like sort of first wake up and the next nap. And um, yeah, we'll take her play on the floor and I'll do like a bit of stretching and stuff because I usually put her back into bed and then I'll go do my workout. And while Al's got Goldie in the morning doing their playtime, I start my morning routine, which is I put on some fun music. I like to make myself a smoothie, pump some breast milk. I like to have the kitchen completely tidied up and then all the surfaces in the house clear. And then I try to do my postnatal Pilates online, which is generally about like, 10 minutes. So it doesn't take very long, put on some washing and have a shower. And I just feel like for me, my morning routine is I get a little bit of me time, baby free me time. I also get to clean the house. So it feels like just this like tidy space to start the day. I've had a shower, I've gotten dressed for the day and I'm just ready to start. And that usually happens around like, I finish up around 8, 30, 9 o'clock. And at first it was really hard for me to get all those things done. Like having a baby throws routines completely out the window. So at first what I did was I had a checklist on my phone of the things that I wanted to get done in the morning. And I picked these things because I knew that they would make me feel good. I knew that by having a shower and getting dressed for the day, I feel like I've got my shit together. I feel like if I have a smoothie, I've eaten and it's going to help my milk supply. If I can pump some breast milk, I know that that's going to free up, you know, some time during the week when Al's going to take Goldie for the afternoon and needs milk for her. Um, I feel like having the space clean within the house means that I can like clear my mind and get ready for the day. So these were all things that I found a priority for my mental and physical health. And obviously also the postnatal Pilates, just like really slowly getting back into exercise. So although my morning routine was really, really hard at first, and I actually like I had to have a list and go through it and check it off every morning because I'd get distracted and I'd forget things. It's slowly now become a habit and I just do it kind of on auto. Yeah, talking about habits, I actually read a book called Atomic Habits, which is a really fascinating book that goes into detail about how to create habits, why habits form, and good habits and bad habits. And yeah, basically, I think he says it takes about 60 days for something to become a habit, where you have to intentionally do it to begin with. 
over and over and over again until it actually just becomes cemented in your routine. And um, yeah, like you said, my morning routine is a little bit different to yours, but it keeps me sane. It keeps me physically healthy, mentally well, and it just gives you that like great start to the day where you know that you've like achieved a bunch of things before you've even gone out and done any work, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I just feel like for me as a new mum, like having that time to start the day on my own. So you taking Goldie in the morning first thing means that I can just have some me time and then like I feel set up. I feel ready to start the day and I feel like I can, you know, I could literally spend the rest of the day just hanging out with Goldie, chilling, and I've pretty much done all of like, you know, those hard tasks like, you know, clean the house, have a shower, do a workout, you know, like that yeah. stuff's done. You yeah. can get on with the day. Um, so that's our morning routine. But on Tips Hacks Ideas this week, we asked for other prompting things um, and other ways to start the day. And I just wanted to read them out. They're, it's just a list and we'll just kind of, do, you know, go over and have a discussion about things that maybe pop up that uh, of interest. The thing that I really love about morning routines is I feel like the most successful people in the world have really great morning routines. They start the day early, win the morning, win the day. That's it. So I'll start off with the first one was Drink a big glass of water. Do that one. All Great the way time. to start the Love day, it. and that's a really easy thing to add into your routine if you haven't already done it. Meditate. Meditate. I love that. Previously, my morning routine, I used to meditate as well before we had Goldie and Weenie, but now that we have them, I've started meditating at night just because it doesn't fit anymore for my morning. But it is a great thing to do. Yep. I definitely love that. Make a perfect cup of coffee or tea, obviously. Yep, 100%. Focus on your priorities. So obviously like your priorities now are Goldie and Edwina. So meditation's gone to the end of the day. So, you know, number one priority, the gals. Exactly. Set goals for your day and your week. I love doing this. I always write like a little kind of to-do list and I generally think about what I want to get done that day in the shower. Yeah, see my my morning routine doesn't involve that anymore. I My routine is writing my diary the night before now. And I find then that way I don't even need to think about it in the morning. But whatever works for you. Take time to be grateful. It's such an important thing to do is to just practice gratitude. And you might do it in all sorts of different ways. But for example, this morning, I'm looking outside. It is the most beautiful day. It's like sun showery kind of weather. So it's like the sun's out, but there's all this like beautiful, like shimmery raindrops coming through. And, you know, we've got our beautiful dog. We're like sitting here in bed together recording this podcast. And I am very grateful. Yeah. There's nothing like stopping and smelling the roses sometimes to just, you know, make yourself feel good. And it is a great way to start the day. And also, I know that some mornings we like wake up in a bit of a funk and to get out of it, we say, okay, three things that we're grateful right now that make us feel good. And automatically it just makes yourself feel so much better. Yeah. Commit to a ritual and do it daily. And that just goes back to what I was saying about my morning routine. It was such a struggle to start with, but I, you know, I had a list, I kept doing it and now it just, I could do it with my eyes closed on auto. Yeah. Clear your head by going for a walk. Yeah, we love this one because we don't necessarily have it as a part of our morning routine, but we try to get a walk in every day because it really does clear your head. Like going out for a quick 10 minute walk even can just change the trajectory of your day. If you're having a hard time and you're stressed out, sometimes the best thing to do is to just stop go for a walk, come back and yeah, you can completely turn your whole day around. Yeah. And when we check the weather and it's going to be a really nice morning or we can tell because the sunrise is coming up and it's looking epic, we'll generally ditch our morning routine and go for a walk together as a family yeah. and having that flexibility, always so good. Uh, getting sweaty and doing a workout or going for a run. 
Love that. I'm quite not up to doing sweaty workouts yet. I'm still still post-baby, slowly getting there, but I'm really excited to be able to do like a pretty sweaty workout. Uh, listening to a motivating audio book or podcast. Yes, 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 yes. I tend to listen to a podcast while I'm doing my morning routine. The smoothie breast pump kind of moment is when I can listen to something good. So you could listen to us now. Make us part of your morning routine. Uh, rise with the sun or even before it. Yep. I love watching the sunrise. Yeah, at the moment, 5.45 when we wake up is pretty much bang on when the the golden sunlight starting to appear from down on the horizon. So I love watching the sun come up. Journaling. Journaling. That's a good one. It yeah, is a really good one. I haven't ever really put that into practice, but... It's similar to sort of expressing gratitude to me. I find when you're journaling, I mean, it could be negative things too in your journal that you just want to get out of your head too, though, I guess. Yeah, I think more recently I've been writing along like quite long captions on Instagram, which are kind of talking about what we're up to at the moment. So maybe that's a form of journaling where yeah. I'm just kind of putting down in words what we're up to. And it's actually nice to go back and read over those things. So maybe that's my form of journaling is on yeah. the IG. I read a chapter of a book. Yeah, this is a good one. That was in part of my old morning routine as well for a little while. I was actually reading that book, Atomic Habits, every single morning before Goldie was born. Now we read Where's Baby Chick? Yeah, <laughs> it's a great read, that one. There she is. Have a healthy breakfast. Yeah, we love I, this. We love our smoothies at the moment, don't we? Yeah, so I wasn't a huge, like, I don't know, I never grew up eating breakfast, but now I definitely, I have to have my morning smoothie and it just helps with my milk supply, like I mentioned earlier, and just getting something into your stomach. Because, you know, when you've got a baby, sometimes you just like, you know, it's 3 p.m. and you're like, oh, I haven't eaten. Yeah. What have I been doing all day? Connect with your partner. Connect with your partner. This is a great one too. I love the mornings when you give me like little kisses on my eyelids and a cuddle. Yeah. It's not every morning, but the mornings you do do it, I'm like, oh, that was nice. Yeah. Cuddle and bond with your kids, the best. I uh, love. Uh, it's the best, isn't it? Those um, are some of the best moments of the day when you, when we've got Goldie and Weenie in bed and we're just sort of playing and reading Let, Where's Baby Chick. It's, um, it's a good time. No phones or technology for the first 30 to 60 minutes. I'm terrible at this. Yeah, I'm not great at it either, to be honest. I go out and get my phone. Like I said, I leave it outside. It's so hard to disconnect from your phone. It's such a, such a trap because there's so much on there. It's not just a phone. It's like this device that has everything you could have, all the information in the world. So I, This is something that I'd like to try to do. It's one of those like, you know, you can't just have a conversation anymore with people and say like, oh, that was this guy in this movie. And you can go, no, it wasn't. And then you can literally find out. I feel like that's what my phone is to me now. I'll have a thought in my head about, oh, I wonder about this. And I'll literally just Google it straight away. Oh, it's if so you, hard not to do that. If you checked my search history, you'd be like, you know exactly what I'm thinking. Because it's literally like every thought I have, you're like, oh, you just kind of check, check the exactly. answer. It's a, it's a bad habit. And but it also it's hard at the moment because we are in lockdown kind of like we're still disconnected from our friends and family. Like we still can't go to Melbourne. Obviously, I can't go home to Cairns. So the way we're connecting with people is online and socially. So social yeah, media, yeah. As much as I would love to kind of ditch the phone, I think I should try to ditch the phone in the mornings. Yeah. Swim in the ocean. For those people who get up in the morning and jump into the freezing cold ocean, I salute you. It is not for me. Yeah, see, I love to surf in the ocean, but just a, a plain old swim, same goes. Like salute those people who just wanna I'm get sure out there in the it feels cold. amazing. I'm like 
If we were, oh, when we were in Sri Lanka for a honeymoon, 5 a.m. surfs. Oh, man. Epic. Because the like water jumping was. jumping in a bath. Oh, it was so beautiful. And we were in the ocean while it was still dark and we'd be out there when the sun came up. And it was the most incredible experience. So if we lived somewhere with warm water, I would be in there every morning, hands down. But where we live now, what's the temperature in the water at the moment? Oh, uh, it's probably 16. Yeah, not, not for me. Great music and a boogie. This is my jam. I love listening to a really fun music track in the morning and getting groovy. Um, I, I have my morning motivation playlist that I play every day and it always gets me in a good mood. Review your long-term goals. Yeah, this is a good one. I wouldn't do this every day, but I think it's a great, great thing to do quite frequently. You know? I think it's one of those things that highly successful people do. So maybe we should start reviewing our goals every day and yeah. just thinking about the big picture because then it helps you make decisions during the day. Like if an opportunity presents itself, because you've refreshed yourself on what your end goal is, you might look at that opportunity and be like, yes, that serves my higher purpose or no, that actually is just going to be a distraction for what I really want. Yeah. Now that makes a lot of sense, actually. Like, say my goal was to lose five kilos or something. If I looked at it every day, it would it would help push me to go do my workout and to eat healthier every single day, wouldn't it? Absolutely. So let sunlight into your bedroom. Yes, 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 yes. Until a couple of weeks ago when Goldie moved into her own room, we had blackout blinds, like actually no blackout, like core flutes stuck to our window. So our room was this like pit of darkness and now that she's moved in her to her own room we have the windows open the sun is streaming through and it is so nice so I love that yeah wake up the same time every single day it's a definitely a great way to start your day it can throw you off a lot if you do mix up the way you wake up every day I think you can just your body has a body clock that it gets used to and if you mess with that too much it's it's not good I also feel like I feel worse on the days if I oversleep yeah 100% because your body clock is probably like usually you're awake at this time and then you just anyway we're crapping on a bit (laughs) anyway the last one is win the morning win the day that's a good one your mate Jarrah this is one of his sayings but It really does feel that way. When you have a really solid morning routine and you get everything ticked off before you've even gone out and done anything outside of your house, it's such a good feeling and it really does set you up for success. Yeah, so we hope this episode maybe inspires you to change up your morning routine, maybe add some things in, maybe remove some other things. Yeah, because for us, particularly like once I got to a certain stage with Goldie and I was like, okay, now it's time for me to have a morning routine routine my mental health and physical health is just so much better I just really feel like I can get things done I'm on top of my life I feel like a little bit more in control yeah so go out there guys get a great morning routine happening and let us know if you've uh, enjoyed this episode and you've found anything that you can use that's useful yep guys so we'll see you next week hit subscribe leave a review write a comment get in touch send us a dm on instagram we'd love to hear from you and until next time see you later see you guys